Hello and welcome everyone to Hit the Bricks. Everything that's interesting about Guthrie, Oklahoma. Chris, I've missed you. I know. It's been a while. It has my been friend. a very long while since we've sat across the table, talked to each other through microphones. The memories have come back. Right? And it's a flood of emotions right I'm now. I'm ready for new memories now. Yeah. And we're here with a friend of the podcast. I think the unofficial winner of the most uh, interview um i didn't write that how, i didn't write clubhouse leader yeah clubhouse <laughs> leader uh, mike williams hey i'll go with that welcome back yeah hit yeah. the bricks great to, great to be back yeah mike's with the uh territorial museum complex well, yeah 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 carnegie library Territory museum yeah. all that's going on over there yeah, so welcome back to the show, Mike. Well, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it. I, I like, I like, I like talking all things Guthrie. It's, right, it's pretty awesome. Chris and I are pretty friendly too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you guys are nice. Yeah. I mean, you got coffee here, so. Yep, coffee. So if you hear slurping, <laughs> yeah, intaking, slurping down some coffee on a, <laughs> on a rainy day, one of the like three rainy days we have throughout the year. Is this like good coffee, or is this like? This is just the um, the bare bones. Like free office coffee. So, oh, man. apologies to our fine coffee shops. I know. We have sponsorship. <laughs> right. We'll get to work on that. Yeah. Uh, so, this is a special Veterans Day episode. We're here uh, celebrating Veterans Day. And uh, we brought Mike in to chat with us about a pretty cool historical figure uh, in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Uh, kind of going to tie in uh, some history about a uh, an interesting fellow for our our veterans day episode um mike who are we here to talk about we are here to talk about oscar upham and uh oscar upham is a medal of honor winner from the boxer rebellion and uh, it's one of those things that not a lot of people know anything about so yeah there's some pretty cool details with oscar's story but you kind of got to understand like a little bit of the, the the trivia of history to understand why this dude was a pretty big deal. And the first thing I see was, you know, 1871 and then died in 1940. He got to see a lot of history. Oh, well, that's a yeah, lot of yeah, cool yeah, stuff yeah. in Oklahoma in yeah. Guthrie. Yeah. No, well, he, I mean, he takes part in yeah. some major events. So um, it's, yeah, he, he lived through a lot of things. But, I mean, he was an active participant in some of the really cool things that have happened in, in you know, history of the united states yeah that's a good yeah. point so if he was born in 1871 died in 1949 the <laughs> world got wacky during the course of his lifespan oh yeah, yeah. for sure he for wrote sure. a he wrote a wagon out to so start with that part his his did well, just yeah. his dad or his entire family came well, through the land you know, run? yeah I'm, you know i'm not i'm not 100 percent positive on that if they were here when he when his dad made oh, the if you don't know run. stop the broadcast okay yeah, we're done. But just kidding. Gotcha. But, yeah, but you know, his his dad made the land run. You know, he claims land southwest of uh, of Guthrie. You know, just just southwest. I mean, it's it's just right there on the the edge of town, and um, so part of it, part of his claim becomes the the West Guthrie Township. All right. So you know, Guthrie is made up of four townships, and all right. So so his spot was like west side of Guthrie. Yeah, west side of Guthrie. Cool. Yeah, yeah, and so. Um, so he comes here, you know, he comes in the land run. So this is, this is one of those significant events in, in Oscar's life. You know, he is a part of the land run. He's an 89er, you know, later in, later in, in life, they refer to him as an 89er. So, um, but his dad also, you know, he was in, he was in the civil war. He was, a you know, part of the Ohio cavalry. Um, 
his unit would have participated in like the Battle of Gettysburg, you know, stuff oh, wow. like that. So, so, you know, I mean, this is, this is, these are people and, and it's one of the things I've always tried to do at the museum is to, to point out that, yeah, the land run was a big deal in a lot of people's lives, but often it was not the biggest deal in their lives. You know, it's like they lived all through these other events. Um, you know, for one, the civil war, the Spanish American war, you know, their kids going off to world war one, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of things that go, go on. And to a lot of these people that, that land run of 1889 was just another event in a long line of events. But it was a wild event. Like the whole land run thing is a pretty unique, you know, weird way to like establish cities and a state pretty much. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, the thing with it, with it is, is that um, people have been trying to get that land open for like 10 years. And this is the last kind of uh, easily farmable areas. All right. You know, once you get further out, you know, you get out past the 100th Meridian, you got to have irrigation, you know, here, here in the unassigned lands, you know, we go out to the 98th Meridian and, and you get ample rain, you know, you don't have to irrigate. So this is, this is one of those, those prime spots that's left. And so our boy Oscar is probably like a teenager. He's like 15. The, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he, he was, you know, cognizant of everything that was going on oh, yeah, around yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. so his family shows up in the West side of Guthrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when he's about, oh, about, so 1896, so he is about eight twenty five yeah, years old, yeah. he joins the Marines. Yeah. And so what happens to him when he joins the Marines? Well, he joins the Marines in like Illinois. All right. So, so there's a, you know, always been a little bit of discussion is like, well, what was he doing in Illinois? You know, did he go back home to Ohio or had they moved on to Illinois? Why was he there? As someone who lived in Illinois for a short period of time, I asked the same question about myself. <laughs> yeah. Like, what was I, what was I doing there? What was I, I don't doing? know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, that's, that's where he joins up, you know, then he ends up in, um, this place called Mare Island, which is in California. It's kind of outside of San Francisco and, um, gets assigned to the USS Oregon, which is a, a new battleship that's coming online. It's one of three new battleships that are coming online at the time. And I love the, the parts of history where you get to like, kind of understand the context of stuff. Cause when I think, you know, 18, uh, 96, uh, my brain doesn't really think battleships for some reason, my stupid history brain is still thinking like sailboats and nonsense, but they had, it was like a legit, like battleship that could just, you know, mess some stuff up. Yeah. 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 Now. Yeah, exactly. That, and that, that, again, that's one of the problems that we've always had with I- interpreting the land run of 1889 and Guthrie in particular is that so many people think that this is the wild west. And it, and it's really not. I mean, these are these are these are, you know, I don't want to say like cosmopolitan people. You know, in a lot of mm-hmm. cases, especially the ones coming to Guthrie. You know, the, real quick. You know, we've got electric. Um, they're working on telephones. You know, I mean, it's just all yeah. of these modern things. You don't think horses, wagons, battleships? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. So uh, <clears throat> our boy Oscar is on a battleship on a in battleship. San Francisco, the yep. USS. Oregon. Yep. Oregon. 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 Okay. Uh, we're going to be Victorian right now. Oklahoma, <laughs> Illinois, California, Illinois. We're 
Yeah, we're I all over the place. So far. I mean, we're gonna, yeah. we're going on a trip around the world. Yeah, right, and that's the coolest thing. One of the coolest things about or, or uh, Oscar's story is like he literally went around the world and back. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. All right, yeah. so he's on the Oregon, Oregon. So, there in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and what happens? Well, then you know, and we're we're jumping ahead. I mean, so oh yeah, just we're jumping into the future from 1896. Um, be a good movie yeah yeah <laughs> so Serious. so 1898 comes along you know um there is war clouds on the horizon you know with with spain um you know the the uss maine blows up in you know in havana harbor and um cuba cuba yep we're yeah cuba you know? yep. all right so we're in cuba um so anyway, the, the, the Oregon is, is, is stationed in, in the Pacific, and they know that, you know, the, the Department of the Navy knows that the biggest portion of this war is going to take place in Cuba. So they send the Oregon to be a part of the Atlantic fleet. And so they have to sail all the way around South America and then come up, you know, to get to Cuba. Actually, they go to Key West first, but, you know. Um, a little relaxation. A, little ho- yeah, a holiday. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, That's some pina coladas before yeah, we head over. And hit the hot tub. And <laughs> shooting cans at people. <laughs> so, but anyway, you know, they do this. They, 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 you know, at first they're actually in Bremerton, Washington, and they're doing repairs on the ship. And then, you know, they get orders, so they head down to, to San Francisco where they're going to take on a new captain. They're going to load the ship with munitions and they're taking on coal, all right? And so um, this is a coal, coal-powered coal battleship. Coal-powered battleship. Yeah. Yes, yes. And so you know they take on the coal and they head out. And uh, and like I said, it takes them sixty-six days to go about fourteen thousand nautical miles, right? Yeah. So it wasn't like they got an email and then hopped on a plane, and then they dropped down and started fighting a battle. Yeah. Right. They get, they they are, they are deployed or whatever the right word mm-hmm. is. And 66 days later, they get where they're supposed to go, which is. Yeah, that's, you know, it's two months. Yeah. 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 So they're, in, they're there in Fort Lauderdale, Florida-ish? Yeah, yeah, kind of Fort Lauderdale-ish. Yeah, okay. yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, they kind of rally mm-hmm. out there. And then that, that, um, that fleet heads to Santiago Harbor, you know, so they bottle up the, the, the Spanish fleet in, in, San Diego, in Santiago Harbor, and then they just do a blockade. All right. Um, so they're trying to hold the Spanish fleet, kind of like keep them in one place, basically. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, in the harbor. Yeah, yeah. Because, okay. you know, the, the, the harbor, there's like an inlet into the harbor, and then it opens up into this, you know, wide harbor. But it's a, you know, very narrow inlet. And so and it's kind of like the Golden Gate, you know, in San Francisco. you got the Golden Gate, and it's narrow, and then it opens up into the, you know, the Big Bay, right? Same same type of deal on a smaller scale. Got it. Um so the or the Oregon, the Oregon, and a bunch of other ships are kind yeah. of just standing guard there yeah, yeah, at yeah, the harbor. Yeah, yeah, they've just they've got the the Spanish fleet bottled up. You know, the Spanish fleet cannot move. This is suspenseful. Yeah, this is exciting. They're ineffective. Yeah. You know, um, they could possibly just like sail into the harbor and catch them in their docks. You know, which is kind of what happened in Manila Bay. You know, during the Spanish American War. So Admiral Dewey. You know, sails into Manila Bay, catches the Spanish off guard, and sinks it. You know, sinks the fleet. You know, so, um, so anyway, this is what they're doing. You know, these are just typical tactics. Um, 
But on July the 3rd, the Spanish make a run for it. All right. So they're like, we're getting out of here. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting out of here. No. There's nothing we can do. Now, you know, the day before, a couple of days before, is Theodore Roosevelt and the Rough Riders charging up San Juan Hill. You know, so they have basically kind of maneuvered the Spanish into a position where it's it's untenable for them now. And the Spanish fleet's like, all right, we're gone. And you so know. San Juan Hill is one of, like, the, the – the moments of Roosevelt's life. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so we're yeah. we're right there in the middle of that. Yeah. Him, yeah, uh, yeah, Teddy, yeah. and the Rough Riders doing their thing yeah. in Cuba, and now we've got Oscar and the blockade ships out yeah. in the harbor while Roosevelt is doing what he does. Right. They're on right. you know, charging a hill and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. This is a good story. I like yeah. it. Yeah. These are you know the, and these um, the Marines that are on these these ships these ships these are the guys that took Guantanamo. All right. So, okay. So the same thing, you know, it was just, you know, a month or so earlier, they got off the ship and they, you know, occupied where we're now Guantanamo Bay. And, you know, that's why we have that, that possession. Yeah. Our relationship with, uh, with Cuba has been an interesting one for a long, long time. Yeah. For yeah. a long, long time, long, long time. And, um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of that has to, you know, it all comes into play, you know, because, because, what we're looking at here is the start of what's known as American imperialism, right? Mm -hmm. This is when we stretch outside of the borders of the continental United States, you know, um, you know, we come onto the, to the world stage as a, as a player, you know, you talk about battleships and, and all that kind of stuff, you know, that's, that is to project, you know, our influence on events elsewhere. Um, so before the United States puts on their big, you know, big kid imperial pants, uh, the Spanish are breaking through the blockade there in the harbor. And so what does Oscar and his buddies have to do at that point? Well, okay. And then one of the stories that's popped up about Oscar Upham is that he shot the first shot of the Spanish American war. What? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's not true. Oh. <laughs> you and your facts. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's like it's like I don't know what it is. Why why this guy's life is not good enough that he has to be the first guy to shoot. Wait, so we know that it's not true, or it's like we haven't verified it. They have like now, I, bullet I, analysis, or yeah. we know it's not true. Okay, okay, we know it's. We not just true. know. We just know. You know, because like I said, I've already talked about the Battle of Manila. You know, Manila Bay. Mm -hmm. You know that that happens well before. The Battle of Santiago. Now, okay. now, how can Oscar Upham shoot the first shot of the war when Theodore Roosevelt had already charged up San Juan Hill? Okay, point taken. Okay. So, but, but we do know for sure that his gun on the ship, the gun, the gun he was assigned to, shot the very first shot of the Battle of Santiago. All right, because so we know cool. that we yeah. know that's true. Cool enough, you know, okay. Yeah, his exactly. area. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like it's like, but you know, this is just how way to save the podcast, Mike. Yeah, yeah. thanks. I know. No. This is just this is just how these things, you know, morph over time. Mm -hmm. You know, you go from I'm shoot, you know, our gun shot the very first shot of this battle to the whole war. Yeah, and we've talked about this before, like how little bits of history get changed 
yeah. and, and exaggerated yeah. depending on, you know, what newspaper was covering it. Uh, yeah. yeah so it's that, gotten a lot better over the time, though, Justin. We don't have that issue anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. That never happens anymore. <laughs> never, 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 yeah. never happens anymore. Yeah. 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 Says never the journalist. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just that that's, that's how that goes. You know, it's like we're, you know, we even we even don't even know how to tell our own story, you know, and, and how how twisted that will become you know mm. it's like i can tell you stuff i did in high school and it's probably not even what i did you know oh yeah so, absolutely yeah yeah so i mean it's just you know we things, remember big we do that's okay we do. Yeah. we do it's like i was so much cooler you know when i was in high school sure. now than sure. i probably was at the time you know and so <laughs> um all right oscar fires that shot though there yeah yeah he's gonna fires that shot you know there's no doubt about that you know we know that's 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 in you know the dispatches about it you know this is his battery is the one that shot the first shot and um and so as this as these spanish ships are coming out they are the american fleet is just laying waste to them you know and and you know they had different types of 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 guns, you know, they had their heavy guns, they had lighter guns, and then they had anti-personnel guns, and that's typically what the Marines were were firing was these okay. anti-personnel guns. So they're, you know, like raking the the decks of this ship, just you know, shooting sailors down, and so, um, so anyway, they this is not going well for the Spanish. This, this is not no. going well at all. I mean, they're they're. You know they're stuck they're trying to come mm. straight out in a line you know so it's like it's like all of these ships are just targeting the first one in the line and then they target the next one in the line i mean it's just it's, it's, in a span of what time uh, this, this doesn't take long okay. i mean this is this is you know 15 minutes or so oh, and wow. they have Ooh. knocked out tons of the ships now now a couple of them break free you know and are, are sunk later on or they've they've suffered so much damage that the uh the Spanish will actually scuttle the ship, you know, so they open up all the, you know, all the, the portholes and let the thing flood and sink to the bottom, mm. you know, but they get them close enough to the, to the shore where, you know, the crew can escape. But, um, yeah, you know, after, I don't know, I think about two hours, the whole thing is completely over and there is no Spanish fleet anymore. But the, the Oregon and the Brooklyn, mm-hmm. they, they, uh, there's something about they had to like chase down a, yeah, a few yeah, of these ships yeah, and like yeah. you know, over the course of like you know 60 70 miles it was kind yeah, of like a back yeah, and forth yeah. of them well i yeah sort of a back and forth they're running <laughs> and 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 i love how exact you have to be <laughs> yeah mr historian i know uh, they're running and they just don't have the the technological ability that the brooklyn and the oregon have I mean these these are these are super modern ships at the time in comparison to what the the Spanish had. Their Wi-Fi was just incredible. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, I mean it's it's like there is no buffering with these things. They're <laughs> just, you know, they're they're out there and they're catching up. You know, and so so they broke off from the engagement and chased after these ships, and I think they started shooting at them like 16 miles away. You know, and so they're lobbing shots at them. Oh, that's not even fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, so yeah, it's, it's a, it, this is a different world. You know, this is, this is, this is, this is modernity at its most brutal. All right. And so Oscar, our good friend, Oscar, mm-hmm. uh, we're not even to the part of the story where like the whole medal of honor thing comes into play. This is just him 
being part of this kind of like the wild world of the Spanish-American War, yeah. which I have to admit, like my, you know, high school brain, whenever they talked about the Spanish-American War, it, it's in that part of my brain that doesn't remember anything from high school. I remember the name, the Spanish-American War, mm-hmm. but the significance of it and what happened, it's just kind of gone from, well, you know, high yeah. school for me. Yeah. But it was like a, like a huge, like, world-encompassing kind of thing. Well, You, you know, mentioned Manila, yeah, yeah. which is not anywhere near, you know, Cuba. Not near Cuba. Yeah. Nope. So this was going nope. on all over the place. Well, yeah. I mean, this is, you know, this is, this is the end of the Spanish Empire that started with Columbus. Okay. I mean, that's, that's, that's how significant this is. You know, this is, they have dropped so far, you know, from the world stage that, America has risen and taken away their empire. All right. Um, we come out of the war with Cuba, sort of, you know, because because this thing called Teller Amendment, where we would not annex Cuba and Cuba would remain, you know, a, a free country, you know, because the, the pretext for war was to, you know, help them in their self-determination to, to, you know, create, create their own independent country, you know, free of Spain. All right. Sure. But, but, you know, we end up with Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Guam, and then the Philippines. And at the same time, we also annex Hawaii. All right. That's not a part of the Spanish empire, but, we go in and annex it. You know, yeah. it's like while we're at it. Yeah, while, while we're, we're at it, it, you know, it's like, hey, you know, if we're gonna be if we're gonna be players in the Pacific, we need Hawaii. You know, how long until Hawaii becomes a state at that point? Was it nineteen fifty one? Yeah. So, which yeah. is a, a wildly modern thing when you think about yeah. the fact that Hawaii, you know, wasn't a part of the United States like as a state. They saw, as a, they saw it as a future development. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, you know, again, that's that's why we're talking about you know American imperialism. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is a uh, you know America, the United States joining, you know, this effort to colonize the world, and you know take advantage of these natural resources that are in these places, and you know, mm-hmm. so we can take our navy in there and exert our power, and you know, and our good friend, and Guthrie Blue Jay, Oscar Upham. Is part he's sailing the seven seas. He's part uh, of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's experiencing part of it. all of this wild um, upheaval around the world at this point. Well, so is he know, a leader on this deal, or is he just kind of private? He's okay. a private. You know, he's just he's just he's just a, you know private on the on the ship. Now, you know, the Marine Corps is a little different at the time. You know, I mean, it's this is this is when it changes. You know, starts changing into what it is now. You know, where it is the 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 early expeditionary force into these you know these hot spots and you know before they're 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 like the guards on the on the ship you know so if like they're in a in a battle and you know the 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 bad guys are trying to board the ship they're the guys fighting them off you know so so things are things are changing you know the technology's changed um us projecting our power you know, outside of, of the United States, you know, is going on. And so, you know, you need these kind of rapid response type units that they've, they've turned into, you know, so, so this is, this is a different, I mean, you know, not long before and or after this, 
they were looking to, to, to join the Marines and just into the Army, just totally do away with them. So, um, so they had to, you know, reinvent themselves. Okay. And so this is kind of this is kind of when that starts. You know, they're like, hey, you know, we see we see a need for this. You know, and if we could have, you know, this many guys on board, you know, or part of these 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 fleets, then we can go and you know project. So, um, so Oscar is there for Spanish American War. Mm-hmm. War it you know it does its thing. Yeah, Spanish American War winds down. Mm-hmm. United States has all these new territories and whatever, mm-hmm. and then something starts to happen in of all places, China. In China. We're just bouncing around the world at this yeah. point, and you Oscar's know, right along for the ride. I'm going I'm to mention something else before we move into China. Please do. Though, is that is that um, you know? But prior to the war with Spain, there was no Panama Canal. Oh yeah, for sure. Know? And so that's why that took that Oregon ship. You know, 66 days to go from San Francisco all the way around to be on station in Cuba. So today, if you took like a cruise ship from San Francisco to Fort Lauderdale, you could go through the Panama Canal and you're there in like, you know, a handful like, of days. Yeah. Yeah. It's like two weeks, you know, and, but that's probably stopping places. So, so yeah, I mean, it just totally, yeah, you're stopping down. the party like four right, or five times right, yeah. right. along the way. So, so, you know, they, 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 they did that and this was an argument for it. And it's like, so this, this, this ship that, that Oscar's on is is an argument to you know open this this canal that joins the seas and um and that was basically the reason it's like you know we need to be able to protect both coasts and to do that we need this canal which was like it still is an engineering marvel of the human mm. species oh yeah 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 so that's that's one of the things you know like i said this is this is the modern world that we live in is starting to be created. So I'm, I guarantee you that our good friend Guthrie Blue Jay, Oscar Upham, was telling his kids and grandkids, yeah, sure, you can go through the Panama Canal now. And it takes you like, you know, four or five days to get from point A to point B. And he's like, I sailed it in 66 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. You know, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, you know, going back to what you were talking about, you know, we've got all these these possessions and now things are, are happening in China, you know? So, um, so yeah, United States and a bunch of other countries are kind of like exerting their influence in this different ways all over China right, at this point. Right. Right. So right. things get weird things over get weird. in China. Things get weird in China. Yeah. Things get weird in China. You know, basically, basically like the Qing dynasty, right? Which they, is spelled like, Q I N G. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So such an educational podcast today. I know. I know. I'm. I'm so glad that we're talking about this. Right. It'd be too easy to do C H I N G. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Too easy. Too easy. Oh yeah. Yeah. We could get into the like. Uh, I don't remember what they call it. Pin men or something, which is the American or English Anglicization of the Chinese language. Yeah. Next episode. Yeah, 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 exactly. We'll go deeper. So the Qing Dynasty, they're in China. Is what's going on? They're, they're I mean, they're they're in decline. You know, exactly. they're in decline, and um, their heyday is is past. Has passed. You know, these these imperial powers are, have come in, and and taken taken possession of of you know parts of China, like England, Germany, France, Italy, Austria, Russia, Japan, United States. Everybody is kind of like messing around yeah yeah i mean they are basically slicing it up like a pie you mm-hmm. know and and everybody has their little zones of influence 
and you know they're all they're all pretty well working together with it you know on this they're not you know they're they're definitely they're competing you know that's that's the reason for you know colonization is to get in there and you know extract natural resources and open markets for you know consumer goods that they're 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 making at home you know these are always these are always economic things that are going on. Sure. Right? I'm sure they all had agreed on everything, sliced everything up even, and went on their way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you know, you take this, and we'll take this. And We're all here to be fair and uh-huh. honest with each other. Yeah, yeah. And, um, well, I mean, you know, there's uh, – I'll get to that. I'll come back to that in a minute. <laughs> Next chapter. Yeah. 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 So China's so complicated right now. China's yeah. complicated. Yeah. 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 China's all these countries are there – you know, trying to exert mm-hmm. their power over stuff, mm-hmm. but you still have the, the Qing Dynasty there yeah. in China. Oh yeah, what's yeah. happening with them? They're still in control. Ish. Ish. Yeah. Okay. They're still in control. You know, this is this is this is a thousand year. You know, this is a thousand year empire here. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, this is this is, you know, these this is a big deal, but they are technologically behind. You know, and. um you know, this is a part of industrialization and, and, and things like that. And, um, but the, the people, you know, the peasants, uh, the people out in the rural areas are seeing the decline of, of you know, their opportunities, the decline of their religion. Um, you know, they're, they're being forced to do labor that they don't want to do. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's I don't want to call them slaves, but they're almost there. You know, I mean, they're So life really, kind of sucks for these folks. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, and and so so they're looking for they're looking for a reason why, and it's like man, our gods are mad at us because we've allowed, you know, these Christian missionaries to come in here and and convert our people, you know, and now we're paying the price for that, you know, um, we need to get rid of them, you know, we need to get rid of these people that are doing that, we need to get rid of these people that are you know, digging into our mountains and, you know, pulling out, you know, all these natural resources and, you know, got to get rid of these people. This is why the Qing is in decline, you know. So so what do they do? They they start banding together, you know. They start they start full, forming, really kind of the best way to say it is they start forming militias, all right? And this is the Boxer Rebellion. This is the Boxer Rebellion, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is another one of those, like, history lessons from high school. I remember, like, the phrase, the Boxer Rebellion. Mm-hmm. But in my brain, I'm like, I don't remember even what part of the planet this occurred on. But I just remember the name because yeah. it kind of sounds cool. Yeah. Like, you're, like, yeah. You know, you're, it's like the coolest. It, it really is the coolest name. Yeah, yeah, you just think of, like, Rocky Balboa, like, leading, like, a, a revolutionary force, mm-hmm. which was not what this was. But, which, yeah. but, but, but honestly, it kind of was. It oh, good, good, was. good. Look at yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, it kind of was. Poet didn't even know it. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they, they'd kind of and, – and you – Oh, what is it? The the boxers. I think it's on here. Yeah, united in righteousness. Okay, this is this is what they you were. Go. You know, yeah. kind of the interpretation of what they were calling themselves. Um, but these were these were different groups. I mean, they weren't like you know extremely cohesive. You know, with some sort of national organization that's that's leading them. These are little pockets. It's like a, just a, a peasant uprising it's kind just, of deal. It's just a peasant uprising. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, so then they're, they're hearing about, oh, well, you know, you know, the people in this town over here, they rose up and they, they went to the mission and they, 
you know, attack the mission and then beheaded the missionaries. And whew, we should do that. You know, <laughs> wow. like, let's get rid of these people. You know, now this is this is brutal. I yeah. mean, I, 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 you know, this is extremely brutal. And um, and it was it was a religious war and it was an economic war and it was a war of conquest and it was a war of survival. And it's brutal enough <laughs> to where like the, all those nations that we talked about a few seconds ago, they're kind of like uh, ambassadors or foreign officials. They start to get, they're freaking out, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. They're freaking out. They're freaking out. Cause it's like, they can't, they can't move about uh, Peking, which, you know, is Beijing. Right, they can't. But at the time, speaking, they can't move about. Yeah, I, knew, I knew that. Yeah, they cannot move about without being harassed by by these boxers, and um, to the point where right before they really come in and surround the the legation quarter. All right, so when I say legation quarter, this is where the the embassies of all these Western countries are. So it's like a kind of like a neighborhood of all of the, the foreign embassies yeah. there in yeah. Peking. Yeah. yeah. And so, so, you know, days, I don't know, maybe it was, maybe it was the day of or the day before the, the German ambassador is moving, you know, between point A and point B and the boxers come in and attack him and kill him. Yikes. All right. And so they're not over, they're, they're, they're scared for a, a good reason. They're freaking out because oh, yeah. people are getting yeah yeah and um, dead. yeah people are getting dead. I mean it's you know like I said they're chopping heads off in the countryside and, and uh, you know putting them on pikes and and you know setting them on the road saying hey don't come here you know it's like it's like we don't want the white foreign devils you know in our in our areas we don't want them in our towns if you come here we're we're, we're gonna do away with you sure you okay. gonna need some good language interpreters because i can imagine all these different men from different countries and <laughs> you say the wrong thing and yeah it could be bad yeah, oh, sure. yeah i mean it's, you said what <laughs> yeah yeah and I, and I don't even think you needed i don't even think you needed to say anything i think you just showed up showed and, up and, went, and you yeah. were a westerner the visuals you know, were compelling and, at this and, point. <laughs> and I'm saying this and, and I'm saying this, but they're doing this to, to Chinese also because because they went to war with the, the Chinese converts also. You know, I mean it was like anybody that had, you know, perverted So the, this is kind of like almost like a civil war in itself mm-hmm. that also involves all these other uh, right. foreign nationals. Is that right. the right phrase of these embassy other countries yeah, yeah, that are there. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, they'd be foreign nationals, yeah. Yeah. And so the uh, all the the folks at the embassies they're scared to death. They think they're getting ready to be murdered. Yep. Probably rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um, yeah. And so they're calling in for reinforcements. Mm-hmm. And of course, our good friend, Guthrie Blue Jay, Oscar, <laughs> Oscar Upham, yep. somehow yep. he gets involved he's, in this. He had the weekend off. Huh? Right. <laughs> he is. Yeah. His um, actually actually the Oregon had run aground in uh, Japan oops you know and so they had they had shipped um, or they'd shifted uh, the the marine contingent from the Newark over to or the the Oregon over to the Newark and they sailed over to China in the Newark and landed marched into into, into Peking and you know started guarding the embassy so there's about uh 400 some like soldiers marines different you know 
folks from different parts of the world. Yeah. But we've got, uh, the United States has about 25, 26 Marines-ish, something like that, that Oscar yeah. is a part of. Yeah, it's, I think it's, um, I think it's around 35, 35 or so. Okay, you cool. Know? Yeah, yeah. That's that's their contingent, you know, and the, the, the English had more, um, you know, France had their, their, you know their contingent of marines because there's there's a there's a combined fleet that's off the coast and so a lot of these people were these marines you know off of these ships and that and and what they called blue jackets so so the sailors off the ships um and they took them into peking and you know fortified that legation quarter and it gets you know surrounded by the boxers and the armies of the Qing. So they're under siege now. Yes. Oscar and his friends mm -hmm. are protecting the embassies there, mm -hmm. and they get surrounded, and they're under siege for 50-some-odd days. 55 days, yeah. So they're yeah. fighting off these uh, these folks, this you know revolution there in Peking, just trying to keep from yeah. getting murdered. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so while, while reinforcements are on their way, Oscar and friends, that's when they earn their medals of honor. Medal yeah. of honors? Medals of honor. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So Oscar and about 15, 16 other, is that right? Uh, yeah, something Marines? like that. I think it's it's uh, all told in the in the Boxer Rebellion, I think there's about 60, 60 guys win the Medal of Honor, you know, for, for various things. Um, um, you know, Oscars is for, you know, building barricades. You know, that's what the citation says, building barricades, constructing barricades. You're like, wow, okay. Well, but honestly, it could be for, like, making soup. It doesn't matter because they're, like, under siege yeah, yeah. trying to keep from dying. Yeah, yeah. And whatever it was, you know, it could be for, like, doing laundry in the middle of a siege. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. give him a Medal of Honor yeah. because they're getting, you know, shot at and bombed at. Yeah. There's a great quote um, that you guys have on the, this exhibit at the museum where uh, Oscar says, uh, all through the siege, we had never held out any hopes of a rescue. So they're like under siege, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, we're probably gonna die here." Yeah, yeah, oh so. yeah. I mean, this is like this is like, you know, the Alamo. You know, yeah. is, is what we're talking about. It's like it's like you know, these people are gonna get overrun, and they're gonna die, and all these people are gonna be dead. You know, and and it's, you know, the the military contingent, the you know, all the diplomats and plus all of these, you know, Chinese Christian converts, you know, that are just within this, this area. Um, so they're, they're not expecting this to end well. No, no, no. So 55 days of this siege. Yeah. They're not expecting to, to survive this. Mm -mm. But, but eventually the reinforcements arrive. And it's like a massive amount of troops oh, yeah, from yeah. where? It's, it is. A, it is. The, the, it's known as the eight nation army. Okay. Because Another cool name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. You yeah. know, it's like, sounds like it should be a song, you know. Right. <laughs> it gets played at every <laughs> sporting event. repetitive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's this, it's this eight nation army and it's got all of these, you know, contingents from the, these legations, you know, these embassies. Um, all these countries that have some sort of of um, oh, national interest in China, you know. So this is almost kind of like a world war before world wars were a thing. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. a road game. Yeah. Right. It it will, and it's and it's wild. Whenever you look at the at the players, you know, you've got 
you know, England and France and the United States, um, Italy, Japan, Russia. All right, these are all allies in the world in World War One, and then you've also got Germany and Austria and Italy. You know, so there's your. Oh, I think I already said Italy. There's your eight. You know, there's your eight participants, and uh, and these are the these are the main players in in colonization. You know, at the time, so, um, and even, you know, it it doesn't even take five years for this this you know this alliance between these nations to break down. You know, and five years later, Japan and Russia are at war. You know. Um, and a little bit later, like I said, World War One. You know, these these have changed sides, and you know now they're fighting against each other. And uh, yeah, things just keep getting weirder and yeah, weirder they, for like the next fifty years. Yeah, yeah, they just get yeah. weirder and weirder. Nothing goes um, well. <laughs> this is this is this is kind of when you know Japan starts. You know, as as a power. Um, you know, World War. You know, they 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 beat the Russians, so they they annex territory there. They've already got this territory in China that you know they're annexing. Um, World War One comes along, and you know they occupy German possessions in in Asia, you know, and kind of kick them out, you know, because because they're on the the right side. Um, even World War Two, you go to World War Two, and one of the reasons that that Japan is giving for invading China in 1932 is that they haven't made their indemnity payments from the Boxer Rebellion. They kept receipts on that stuff. Heck yeah, yeah. man. Heck yeah. Tax season. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because, yeah. So, you know, if you lose, <laughs> if you lose, you pay. You know, sure. So. so Oscar is there for all this, and he survives this the 55-day mm-hmm. siege yep. at the embassies there. He gets the Medal of Honor, which is a big deal. Yeah, That's big not deal. like some, you know, mm-hmm. you know, gift certificate to Chili's. That they hand out after something. It's a legit big deal medal. Oh, yeah, this is this is. I mean, it's the it's the highest award that uh, you know somebody in the military can can receive. You know, you can't get any better than this. So Oscar is discharged from the Marines with his Medal of Honor. Uh, a few, uh, not too long after nineteen oh one. Yeah, yeah. Comes back to to Guthrie. And yeah, I think there was a stop in in Ohio for a little bit. You why know? not? Yeah, yeah. at and another uh, state. And yeah. then, and then back to back to Guthrie, and you know he lives out his life here, and um, has a whole career uh, at yeah, the post office with the here. Postal service, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. was he like just a was he a, the postmaster or? A, I think uh, eventually, yeah, yeah, eventually he you know climbs the ladder. Huh. Uh, he had his resume, the the medal, just wear it. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. If I was, which I was, like, yeah, if I had a medal of honor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be finding all kinds of ways just to work that into casual conversation while I'm stamping things. So, post office, what year was the post office built here in, in Guthrie? Oh, God, you'd have to ask me that. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. It's but he was if he if he died in nineteen forty something forty nine forty yeah, nine he saw the different you know yeah, kind of iterations right. of the, the post office here in downtown. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's. Whenever they're in, you know, 1939, when they're developing the um, 89ers parade and stuff, he's he's part of it. You know, he's one of those those, you know, original characters. You know, it's like, hey, you know, we need to. Uh, it's the 50th anniversary of the land run. We need to celebrate this. You know, so so you know, every every 89ers day, 
you're seeing, you know, part of his work. I mean, he's that's that's you know, that's one of the things he was a part of. He was one of the first people on a committee that did like a whole lot of work every yeah. single year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Which is a tradition that has not changed. Yeah. 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 You know, maybe that's a blessing. And, maybe <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, he lived out his life here in Guthrie, working mm-hmm. for the post office. When he passed away, he was buried here in Guthrie. Yeah, some of you. Some of you. The characters that are buried out at that cemetery, oh, it's yeah. an interesting place. Yeah, yeah it really is. Uh, and really Oscar's is. story kind of just adds to the lore. It, it, it really does, yeah. Yeah, it really does. I mean, it, it's it's, you know, to me it's one of the – probably one of the better stories, you know, that that's that's out there. I mean, and and there's other there's other people and you know, we just haven't gotten to them yet, you know. It's yeah. like it's like like I said at the start of this, it's like I want to you know, show these things that these people did that weren't the land run of 1889, you know. And and you know, let people know that that you know, these were these were people with full lives and you just, you just don't know, you know, it's like, you really just don't know who you're talking to a lot of times, you know, whenever you're walking down the street and you're saying hi to somebody, you just, you never know what they've done. Oh yeah. You know? uh. And, uh, they knew what he did. I mean, it was, it was, it was well documented in the, the local papers. How'd so. you come across Oscar up at Mr. Blue Jay? Well, we knew about him. Okay. I mean, we knew about him and, uh, I'd written, uh, I'd written an article on him. I don't know, five or six years ago, because because like I said, he's just one of those fascinating people. You know, it's like man, people need to know this guy. You know, it's it's a shame that that you know we don't have a you know Oscar Upham Memorial or something. You know, it's like the gymnasium's not named after this guy. You know, you know what I mean? It's like it's like there's so much that that could have could have been done with this. You know, with him. Um, but now you know, a couple months ago, I think I think we. Uh, I want to say July, maybe July. Uh, one of his family members came in, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, his his family still lives in the area. Yeah, I mean, know? died in '49, so I'm sure that's the case. They missed it with the Oscar J. Upton Post Office. Yeah, that would have been perfect. oh yeah, yeah that would have been yeah. a perfect yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, on that building. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you know, that's something. That's something we could. You know, we yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. We got streets you know? and stuff. We can. You know. yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You know. It's like it's yeah, Oklahoma, like, Oklahoma City has a flaming lips alley. Yeah. Why can't yeah. we, we surely yeah. begin? You could yeah. get up and way, right? You know, so. I'm saying it's the up and post office of it. Up yeah. and come in there, and yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah but, no, I'm I'm with you. I'm totally with you. But he but lived he, long enough to like. Not only did he see all that stuff with the Spanish American War, Boxer Rebellion traveled the whole world. Basically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he lives long enough to see you know the, the end of World War Two. Yeah, like. The the entire world is a different place yeah. when he passes away yeah. than what he saw as a teenager in the land run in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Think about that. You know, think about think about think about the fact that his dad, his dad's unit, and like I said, I don't know for sure that his dad was at Gettysburg, but his unit was at Gettysburg. Okay. So more than likely, you know, he's there. Um, so your dad's at Gettysburg. All right. You're in the Spanish American War. You're fighting in the Boxer Rebellion. You're living through World War One, World War Two, the Great Depression. I mean, he's got storytelling game. Like yeah. I try to tell stories to my kid and make it sound like you know I've seen things. Nope, no, I haven't seen anything. I know. Yeah. yeah. So Oscar, yeah. Oscar lived through a, a part of 
like world history yeah. that's super wild and unique. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And so, folks who want to learn more about Oscar, they can. There's a there's an exhibit there at the museum right mm -hmm. now. Yep, yep. We've got an exhibit, but like I said, the, the family, you know, family member came in and they're like, "Hey, you know, we got his medal." We're like, "Oh, really? Oh, really? No." Really? <laughs> they're like, "Yeah." Because do you guys want to do something with it? And I was like, "Well, yeah." And uh, so anyway. So you can go to the museum right yeah. now and see the Medal of Honor. It is there. It's oh. there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is there, and it is on display. A letter of authenticity on there? We've got the citation, too. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 So you can you can come in, and you can look at it, and it's right there. And you're, you know, you just think about it, and it's like, man, you know, a lot of people, this was just the mailman. You yeah. Know? Yeah, that's a good point. Like people yeah. were just like for years, people probably just got their mail from yeah. Oscar every yeah. day, yeah, and may not even realize that. Yeah, this dude, this dude was everywhere. Did it uh, all. Yeah, yeah, he did it all. I mean, you know, it's it, another thing that we got was the uh, a copy of his journal. Um, the original is actually in the the U.S. Marine Corps Museum. That's oh wow, that's in uh, Quantico. So, um, yeah, so no, we've got a copy of it. So, you know, we read through it. And it's just incredible because he's keeping a day-to-day -day record of the siege. All right, and and on top of that, um, books that are written about it, he's footnoted constantly. You know, because he's one of the few wrote it down. That, yeah, one of the few like privates that had a journal. You know, so you're not seeing just the you know, the people in charge's view of it, you're seeing an actual, you know. That's super cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His mustache his mustache game is strong, too. Yes, the picture oh, yeah. of Oscar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mustache is really second to none. Yeah. 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 He, he even has that look of, like, he's look, kind of looking up into the distance, like, just seems like, yeah. you know. That's That That was in China. Yeah. That's where he got that picture. His look on oh, that wow. picture just says, like, I've seen some things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, I mean, he yeah. talks about, he talks about shooting people. Yeah, he does. He <laughs> All does. right, then. He talks yeah. about the, he talks about the Chinese building barricades with the yeah. bodies of their own. Dead. I imagine that would stick out on your yeah. day to day. Yeah. 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 Put that on your resume. Yeah. All right. So go by the museum, check out this, uh, this exhibit about uh, Guthrie, Oklahoma's Oscar J. Upham. It's a pretty remarkable story. Uh, and uh, yeah, a, a great story for this Veterans Day. So yeah. Uh, real quick, thanks to all the veterans on Veterans Day. Uh, oh, yeah. Thanks for, for your sure. service. Yep. Um, and that's, a, um, yeah, a pretty cool thing to, to learn about Guthrie uh, and one of our uh, interesting historical figures. So, yeah. so is the medal on, on loan for short term or is it? I think we're going to have it for about a year. You better know? get there. Better yeah, get there. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully it would find a home with us at some point. But. You know, that's cool, man. I don't think I'd want to part with it if I was, you know, yeah, no the kidding. family. Yeah. But I appreciate the fact that they're they're willing to loan it to the community and let the, the community have access to that. I think that's... Sure. that's, that's, that's Is that's his family cool. still in the Guthrie area or Oklahoma? Yeah, Guthrie, Oklahoma oh, okay. City, Airbnb area. Yeah, so... Wow. Cool. Thanks to them. Mike, thanks for coming by. Oh, thanks yeah. Anytime, time, man. I love yeah. coming by. Our, our resident storyteller. I know. Yeah, I feel yeah, so I much it. smarter every time he comes by here. That's awesome. And a history lesson. That is my yes. goal, man. Yeah. That is my goal. Impart your wisdom yes. upon yes. me and Chris. Yeah. yeah. 
We're, we're hey, less, you know, I'm 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 going at them one at a time. Yeah, we're a little less yeah. stupid every time we hear it. So, <laughs> one, at, uh, one at a time. If I can, if yeah. I can get somebody get somebody a little more education one at a right. time, I'm down to do it. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Thanks again, uh, oh, yeah. all the veterans on Veterans Day. Thanks, Aaron Ryburn, for uh, rocking the engineer uh, duties over here, and uh, we'll see you guys hit the bricks next time. Mm -hmm.